1: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Thank you for joining us on 3 Women, 3 Ways. We are the show that tackles some pretty tough topics sometimes, and sometimes pretty exciting topics. I'm Heather Stark, your host, and with me today I have Vicki Smith. Yep, that's her real name. And she has served a, a long time uh, in the Illinois area as a director of, right now she's the director of the Illinois Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Welcome, Vicki.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome, and thank you for all that you have done. You have served many years in this capacity, and I don't—you know—sometimes people don't want to say how that you know they've served for many years, but you have served for many years, and uh, you've got many more ahead of you, I'm sure. Um, But um, the thing that makes the, the Illinois Coalition Against Domestic Violence kind of newsworthy for our show is they started a couple of years ago a virtual legal clinic. Now, anyone who's been involved in domestic violence situations and uh, in uh, uh, legal custody battles in you know, we we know what it's like to try to go to court. We know about legal abuse. We know about what it's like to try and go up against these problems when you can't afford an attorney. And sometimes even when you can aff- afford an attorney, because many attorneys don't get this, many attorneys are not there to really, you know, help you uh, as much as they should and, you know, not to... We smirch our, our legal profession, because, you know, God knows they've been really helpful to me in the past, <laughs> but, you know, let's be honest, every, every field has its good people and its not-so-good people and blah, 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 so right. there are the challenges of trying to get the money to get some legal advice. There's the challenges of going up against somebody who usually has money um, to get legal representation, and it is a nightmare for many, many people going through this, and yeah. Illinois started something really interesting called the Virtual Legal Clinic. Vicki, what is the Virtual Legal Clinic?
1: Well, it's uh, using Skype-type technology to connect an individual who has experienced domestic violence with an Illinois licensed attorney who has training and experience in the area of domestic violence and um they have a conversation about what the victim's rights are, what they might be considering, questions they may have. Do I want to go to court? Can I take my children to see my mother in another state? Can I can I keep the um uh, what if my name is not on the lease? There's all kinds of questions that come up for an individual and they don't necessarily know or understand Uh, that they have a right to go and speak to an attorney or that they can't find one so the virtual legal clinic was established as um, a bridge between having nothing and having full representation so an individual who is um, uh, taking advantage of services with a local domestic violence program here in Illinois has the opportunity to sit through Skype type technology in a computer in the privacy of a small room in a domestic violence agency, and have a face to face conversation with an attorney about um, just discuss just discovering what their rights are, talking about what their options are, helping them think about what kind of questions they might have if they seek an attorney. Um, it's an hour of consultation. It is not representation but it's simply trying to get some basis of what what do i have a right to do what should i be thinking about
0: and what does this cost the callers
1: it doesn't cost uh the individuals anything it is a, a, a it's just another service that is offered by many of our local domestic violence agencies there uh, the person is already they're getting services either in shelter or have talked to them about the court system or taking counseling or whatever, and um, this is one other service. So it doesn't cost the user anything.
0: Wow. So how do people find out about this?
1: Well, um, we we have uh, – information about it through our local domestic violence programs one of the things that we you know it it takes uh, a lot of time and effort to have uh, to recruit the attorneys that understand domestic violence even if that's not if family law is not their specialty they still have some understanding and want to want to provide some pro bono assistance in some way so we have a cadre of attorneys who are volunteering their time they tell us how much time they want to give uh, and they can live anywhere in the state obviously because it's uh, tight it's the through the computer but uh they um the individual will then uh, talk to the attorney the attorneys uh, will let the program know when they're available and they make the connection with the individual and then they um they decide together what uh what's the most useful hour what they can do through that hour wow, let's talk about how did
0: this whose idea was this how did this get started
1: well it, when uh we when we had an election here in twenty ten actually uh, we had a new lieutenant governor that was, uh, had just won election, hadn't taken office yet but she had a history already. She had been a prosecutor and had um, been a professor in one of our law schools here in Illinois and had a strong interest in um, domestic violence so I went and spoke with her to just see where she was, what she would be interested in doing while she was going to be in office and one of the things we talked about was the challenge that many domestic violence victims have in trying to access legal representation, particularly in the civil courts where they're um, having to um, represent themselves oftentimes in custody and visitation and child support, and things that are related to domestic violence but not, direct, but not um, the domestic violence itself. So we had a conversation about how could we begin to think about having some more access to attorneys in those situations. And actually, Lieutenant Governor Sheila Simon and her staff came up with this idea of um, using the computer and Skype technology to connect the individuals who are going to domestic violence programs with volunteer attorneys. So her, she and her staff were very involved in recruiting the first few attorneys we had. They were involved, and in, um, as you can imagine, you know these are attorneys, so we need to make sure that um, everybody is clear about what was going on. So they created, uh, they created forms, which would be an initial intake. For the individual wanting to use the service uh, being clear that this is just a consultation it's not legal representation that at the end of the hour that would be done so there was a lot of that kind of you know background paperwork stuff that needed to be done her staff did all of that and worked with our director of policy to establish we started um, surveying our member programs to see who would be most interested. We picked a program in central Illinois that already had a really good uh, legal advocacy program, and um, they volunteered to be our guinea pig. So um, it sort of blossomed from there.
0: Wow. Wow. I, you know, and again, I don't mean to besmirch attorneys. I really don't. I mean, I have to say that, but on the other hand, I also want to be realistic about attorneys, and I know that in my own experience, as I said, I've had a number of situations in my life from auto accidents to whatever where lawyers have really helped me, so thank mm-hmm. you, sure. you know, attorney, uh, to attorneys out there. But there also have been situations where, whoa, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, it has appeared to me that many times, certainly not always, but many times, uh, the bottom line, getting that money in seems to be really important to a lot of people, among them lawyers. Mm-hmm. And so how did you find attorneys willing to work on this for free?
1: Well, in the in the in the profession of um attorneys, they are strongly encouraged to do low-cost or pro bono work in some form or fashion. And there are lots of attorneys out there who are really interested in this issue. They understand what victims go through, but it's also um over time a number of our programs had established relationships with attorneys in the area of where their program was located but when you get involved in some of these cases it takes a long time through the court system and if you're making your living of being an attorney you can't simply give your services away unending so right. they, yeah. so so this was an opportunity for our attorneys who were interested in this issue to say, oh yes, I'm happy to provide, you know, four hours a month. I can do it every Thursday afternoon at three o'clock. That happens to be a time that I'm gonna set aside. Or I can do it two Tuesdays a month for an hour. So they have the leisure of dedicating themselves to and knowing what it's going to do. It isn't a long, drawn-out, complicated case. But it, you can accomplish a lot in that hour in helping someone understand what, uh, what they need, what they can expect, what their legal rights are. Um, and just a lot of what happens is the, uh, a lot of the comments that we got back, this, is, this has been pretty amazing because we have almost 100% satisfaction in the use of this program by the victims of domestic violence that have used it. And the primary things that they come back with is I was listened to, I was treated with respect, and it really helped me better understand what I have a right to do. That is invaluable. And it's really easy for any attorney to donate a few hours a month or a couple of hours a month to do that and really accomplish a lot.
0: Um, okay, let's back up because mm-hmm. I can there's, – there's a number of ways to to view this, this process mm-hmm. and, and why it's needed. One is that, yes, each person who's going through this needs specific advice for them, mm-hmm. but we also, for the most part, unless we're involved in it on a daily basis, we don't understand how the court system works. I mean, how many right. times am I told, well, why doesn't she go to court and get some justice?
1: Well, mm-hmm.
0: hopefully there's justice in court, but you can't just assume. I mean, there's all sorts of other factors in there. Let me, before you address that comment, mm-hmm. I'm going to sneeze here. That's why I'm hesitating. Uh-oh. Hold on. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but, um, what I want to do is give out our call-in number. It mm-hmm. is 646- Three seven eight zero four three zero that's six four six three seven eight zero four three zero. Give us a call with your questions and if you have comments you can go to our chat room, post the comments, and I've got that open right now so Join our conversation if you can. Okay, so um, we've got the specific legal questions for a specific person's situation, but we also have people go into court without really understanding what it's all about. I mean, we've all seen right. TV shows where somebody goes in court and they're, they've they got, you know, justice on their minds, but you know what, there's a procedure there and they're not familiar with the procedure, and right. so they get in trouble right away because, you know, they're, they're doing right. something that's not part of the procedure, blah, blah, blah. Do you find that many of the questions... Is this service designed to help with the procedure or designed to help with a specific situation question?
1: Well, um, we most of our agencies, almost all of our agencies, have what we, what we refer to as legal advocates. They're lay people who are trained in the issue of domestic violence and getting orders of protection, um, assisting an individual. So instead of going by yourself we oftentimes have what we call legal advocates. So they're trained in the way their court system works, in where where the courtroom is, where you go to fill out the paperwork, what's going to happen, what's going to happen if you're granted an emergency order, when you come back, all those sorts of things. So the legal advocates are there to help with that. The This um, virtual legal clinic was really designed to be uh, a, a legal advice not advice, but legal consultation to understand all of the things that may be related to the fact that you're a domestic violence victim. You're probably able to go get an order of protection either with a legal advocate or um, with our uh, legal aid system in some way, or even by yourself. But all of the other things, what about... uh, what about custody? How do I keep myself and my children safe for visitation? How do I get child support during the time that I have this order of protection? what um, what if my um, what if I need to go and change jobs? Can I move? Just, landlord-tenant issues. If I'm an immigrant, what are my rights as an immigrant in trying to get safety for myself and my children? So those are additional questions that aren't really related to the way the individual courts work, but they're related to the law as it's written here in Illinois.
0: Okay. So people from other states couldn't benefit from this.
1: Um not maybe in general if they were coming to Illinois the way our system i mean obviously the virtual legal clinic would be a great benefit to any state but we have to be specific to Illinois because that's the those are the laws that we're following
0: okay um all right all right so tell me some of the typical questions that come up mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, I've, I've mentioned a few of them. It's like I we've been living together for quite a while. My name is not on the lease. Do I can I get an order of protection and stay where I'm living? My family all lives in Missouri. Am I allowed to take my children and go visit them this summer um, without getting charged with kidnapping? um i want to um i want to con- i i don't know what to to ask when i'm thinking about a divorce what kinds of things should i think about when i'm looking for an attorney to help me with a divorce those are some of the common things that we hear
0: okay all right um okay and i'm, I'm hesitant here because i just noticed a glitch we only have another 15 minutes for our show um, oh wow apparently we're going to be we've been supplanted and it's going to be a 30 minute show to today which is news to me so we've got a lot of information to get in in the next 15 minutes and i apologize for that um and i'm i'm going online right now to see if i can get that figured out so mm-hmm. um let's plan on 15 minutes and if we get more yippee skippy um okay, okay. so um how does somebody access your virtual legal clinic
1: well, first of all, they have to be using the services of one of the domestic violence programs here in Illinois. And um it once they do that, then this is one of the options for the services that they have. Anyone who works in the legal in the um domestic violence agency that they are utilizing can uh-huh. give them information about it. Uh so that so you have to be using the services of a local program already.
0: Okay. All right. What is what well, you've done been doing this for two years how does mm-hmm. how do you pay for it
1: well um the it's just an additional service in the program we do in our office we do need a staff person who pays attention to it because it's a it's a uh computer system and then our uh, advocates do, uh, sometimes change in the programs. You know, the 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 new ones will come on, and so we'll have to do training and technical assistance around that. The um, but the cost of it is really minimal. It's getting it set up originally that costs money, and one of the things that we were very fortunate to have is we were um, we received an award from the Verizon Foundation, which allowed us to purchase a specially designed software system to operate the program so uh, we we received monies from another grant to buy our local programs a laptop computer dedicated to the virtual legal clinic so it's put in an area of a local domestic violence agency that will allow privacy for the individual victim and for so the attorney and the individual victim can communicate and then the okay. software program is um, is does the type. It's like using Skype, um, uh-huh. and then it could But you data.
0: developed it yourself.
1: Yes, we had a we had a company develop it for us. Um, so do and you then sell
0: that to other coalitions?
1: We have not yet, but I'm sure we would be happy to talk to people about that. It is uh because we spent a lot of time designing it exactly the way we wanted it, including data collection, use of forms. It will do the scheduling you can do the scheduling online so the attorneys can um, look at when an individual needs um a consultation and then the attorney can say yes i'm available or no i'm not and it's all done through computer rather than phone calls and faxes and that kind of thing
0: but when a a person calls in they get actual voice face to face
1: well they schedule an appointment yes uh and then they talk that's that's the purpose of the uh, the yeah. laptop okay. computer. They can see the person they're talking to and it's just like if you you and I were sitting down in, in my yeah. office face to face.
0: Well and I gotta tell you I like chat Ru. I you know, when when like if you have a, a problem with mm-hmm. something that I like it when they have like live chat that you can ask. But mm-hmm. when you have a something big, there is nothing. There is no, no email, no chat, nothing that will right. help you as much as Looking another person in the eye, in the eyes and right. asking them the question and having a dialogue, right? Um, and you
1: have to think about the people who are using this service. They're people in in extreme crises. They have they have. Experience domestic violence in some form they have no idea what their rights are they're are they're very confused they're very scared often and they're having this professional attorney sit down and treat them with respect listen to them understanding what they're saying about what they've been experiencing and then help them sort through what their priorities are in terms of um, possibilities of using the legal system
0: um, so, and I would imagine just ha- knowing that it's an expert listening to your situation and telling you something—it's an expert listening. It's not just, you know, your your brother-in-law. It's not just, you know, your 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 mother-in-law. It's just, it, you right. know, I mean, it's somebody who knows what they're doing who is giving you advice here. It yes. must be comforting, even if yes. the, even if the advice is not what you would like. It must be a comfort to know that you have the right advice here, that that it well, comes from a basis of knowledge.
1: Yes, and I can't – you know, we've had such positive response from the survivors who have used this service that it says to us that this is really benefiting them in terms of um, just – just what you said you know if this is a professional that knows the law and is saying to me that I have a right to do certain things and yeah. it's huge okay it's, let's, it's talk huge. Let's,
0: mm-hmm. let's talk numbers let's let's talk numbers how many people has this served it's been here for two years right this program right right, right. Okay. it's been here All for right.
1: two years we've we've served about 250 people Um, We have, I think, about 12 attorneys who are participating at this point, and um, it, it continues to increase, especially since we've had the software program in place for about 10 months, and the use of that software program continues to increase the usage. Part of what takes a while is the education and experience of the advocates that are helping the individual survivors use it they need to understand as well we're used to searching for attorneys when we when we know we have someone that wants to go to court but this is not quite that and it took them a while it took the advocates a while to get used to the fact that if you're a domestic violence victim you're a victim of crime you anyone can benefit from an hour-long conversation with an attorney. So we okay, see yeah. thousands of adults in our program programs every year. Each and every one of them could certainly benefit. And so we think that this is going to continue to grow over time as everybody gets used to using it, and it will just become a, a, a part of what they do with almost everyone that comes to them for services.
0: Wow. So, okay, Vicki, you've, got, you've served over, to, about 250 uh, people. Terrific. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. If other coalitions, if other organizations want to learn from you or, mm-hmm. or um, find out more about this program, how, how do they get in touch with you?
1: My phone number is 217-789-2830, and my email address is smith, S-M-I-T-H, at C-A-D-V dot org.
0: Okay, IllinoisCoalition.org. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we, have our, we haven't our—we have had our website up and running for a while, but in about another month it will be up and running, and I will post that contact information for you, Vicki, if that's okay. Right. That would so be wonderful. people can track you We're down.
1: We're
0: happy to share and this, yes. You, oh, gosh, I would imagine. And you know mm-hmm. what? I bet you if you charge a minimal fee you can uh, get a little bit of money uh for the organization to support this program and keep it going i, I just can't imagine that somebody wouldn't be willing to, work, you know, pay a minimal fee for the knowledge yeah. that you've acquired over the the last and the software so just an idea i'm always thinking you know i mean yeah. we can all well, have wonderful that. thoughts and do good work but it always takes money and people doesn't it <laughs> yes it does
1: yes it does
0: <laughs> so yeah. you can't minimize getting in the money and the people nope. um okay terrific So, um, what is the future? What do what what's the future for this clinic? And again, I apologize for the rush right now. I don't know where the glitch came in that we're going to get to get half an hour here. So we've got about four minutes left. So what's the future?
1: I think we're going to continue to grow this program. There, um, When we um, spoke, we have not been able to do this in Cook County, which is the Chicago area. We think it's um, – there are – they have more resources up there, although c- clearly there's not enough for all the survivors that need it.
0: But we just yeah. think
1: this is going to continue to grow. We will continue to do um, technical assistance to the local programs, training for new advocates, and recruitment of a attorneys to participate in this program
0: well i think that that's wonderful and um are you, you who is supporting this right now with monies? Uh, you do you have grants or do you, are you doing it locally uh, no um we
1: have as i said we had the um support of the um verizon foundation to design the software and we have uh, we don't have a we ha- it's part of another one of my staff person's job description to uh, pay attention to this. It does need some dedicated t- staff time uh, just to support it and to support the technical assistance and the recruitment of attorneys. So um, it would be helpful to have uh, more support, yeah. more financial support for this program, obviously.
0: Yeah, terrific. Vicki, thank you so much. For joining us and, and telling us all too briefly about what this wonderful program is, I just think it would be a godsend for so many people who are going through you know the whole going up against court. Um, and just anecdotally, I mean, without reviewing all your numbers, do you get a lot of questions about custody issues?
1: Yes, yes, custody visitation. If there are children involved, that's a big issue in domestic violence. Yeah,
0: yes. My my yeah. wish list is that all lawyers are educated to the dynamic of, of uh, uh, intimate partner abuse yeah. and coercive control. That's my yeah. wish list. That's yeah, my that's goal before I die. I keep telling my kids I can't die until I've educated every attorney and yeah. every uh, a psychi- psychologist in the country. <laughs> well, and in <then, laughs>
1: so, the legal profession in particular, they really need to understand how they're often used and manipulated by abusers.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yes, exactly. I agree. So I would hope that this also uh, can segue into doing that that educating process as more and more lawyers are involved in the actual day-to-day and see what goes on. Um, I, I just have to hope and believe that they will in turn be learning and educating uh, their profession as well. Vicki, yeah, thank you I so think. much. Thank I always you. end the show with a quote. Really hard to find a quote today. Not a, not hard to find a quote about about lawyers, but hard to find a quote that really applies um, to this particular situation. So yeah. I came up with a quote from J.P. Morgan. J.P. Oh. Morgan said, well, I I don't know as I want a lawyer to tell me what I cannot do. I hire him to tell me how to do what I want to do. Yes, and yeah. it's my hope that that is in fact uh what's happening with the virtual legal clinic um if if you uh again Vicki, if you could give us a, your contact information sure. and then in about a month it'll be posted on our website okay it's uh two one seven seven eight nine
1: two eight three zero and uh, email is smith at ilcadv.org. dot org and thank you so much. Yes, and
0: that's a real Smith, okay? Yes, <laughs> yes it you, is. You and I, if, you could, if you'll if you stick around for a little bit after we go off the air, I'd, I'd love to at, talk with you a little bit more and ask you a couple questions. Okay. Meanwhile, sure. next week. Join us next week. We're going to have uh, Dr. Coker on, and she will be uh, assessing a report that came out from the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, and that report was responses from the field, sexual assault, domestic violence, and policing. So it should be, uh, you know, it it, it talks about advocates, service providers, attorneys, and all sorts of in membership-based organizations who uh, participated in the study, so we're going to be going over that. So thank you for joining us, and join us again next week when we have a full-hour show on Three Women, Three Ways.
1: Plus.